I want to look at this. And uh, verse number 1, if you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible says this in Psalm chapter 37, verse number 1. It says, fret not thyself. Now that's easy preaching, hard living at times. But it says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee to the, the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Here it is again. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, forsake wrath. Here it is again. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. I understand the context, and I'm not going to preach the context of which David is writing this, and uh, of evildoers and men who have opposed them, but I am going to preach that thought that we find three times just within the first eight verses. And I want to preach this morning on that thought, fret not thyself. Fret not thyself. Let's pray. Father, we love you. And God, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here tonight, today. Lord, I thank you, God, for what you've done already. I thank you, Lord, for the presence of the Lord. And God, I thank you, Father, that you do have a way when there seems to be no way. And God, there is peace available today uh, to those, Lord, who are faced with troubles and trials and tribulations. So Lord, I come to you this morning. And God, I'm going to ask you, Lord, to fill me. Use me, God, not for my glory, but for thine. There's hurting hearts here. There's wounded soldiers. Lord, there's weary saints. And God, I want to come back today, Lord, and uh, put in them what you've put in me and preach the blessed word of God. Lord, we do thank you that it's a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. And God, it is the rock on which we stand. Lord, preach to me today. And God, preach through me, Lord, not for my good, but for the good of thy people and for the glory of your precious name. We love you and thank you now. In Jesus' name, and all the Lord's people said, amen and amen. You can be seated. Fret not thyself. The first thing I want to do this morning is define the word fret. The Bible, or excuse me, Webster's 1828 defines the word fret like this. Latch on to these definitions. It means to uh, to gnaw. It gives the sin, uh, the sense of unevenness or roughness. It means to rub or to wear away a substance by friction. It means to corrode or to gnaw. It means to eat away. That is what the word fret means. It means to impair. It means to agitate. It means to disturb. Has anybody faced some things in life that have eat at you, disturbed you, uh, irritated you, put you in a place of despair? It means to vex. It means to uh, make angry. It means to wear away and to chafe. It means to uh, be corroded. It means to be uh, irritated, angry. It means to be agitated. It means to uh, bring forth the commotion of temper. It 
means uh, uh, basically all of these things in and by different scenarios. The Bible uh, tells us here to fret not ourselves. Me, I say this morning, uh, uh, my friend, there's a, a fret. I played the guitar. There's a fret uh, board on the guitar. You need to you need to comprehend this. Uh, uh, it means this: a, a short. It's a short piece of wire on the fingerboard. A fret is, uh, and other instruments. And here's what happens when it is pressed against. Listen now. This is lectures 1828 illustration. When the fret is pressed against uh, the strings, then vary in tone. I begin to think about how our lives and how we go through seasons where we vary in tone. Uh, when when, 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 we're, when we we're faced with fretting and we're pressed against and the pressure is pushed uh, in our life, can I say that is uh, exactly when our tone will change. Has anybody got something going on this morning in your life that has now produced fretting? Anybody having to live life right now uh, uh, with a constant feeling of irritation? Is anybody irritable this morning? Is anybody here and you're facing uh, some sort of friction or some form of commotion or aggravation? Is anybody living your life and something is eating at you this morning? Something is gnawing at you. Uh, uh, to, to, it's gnawing you to death today. Uh, that seems like it's, a, it's like an old termite uh, in, the, in, the, in the walls, the abandoned walls of an old home. The longer it's there, uh, the more it eats at you. Does anybody know how that feels? Uh, uh, can I say it's here in our text where David is fretting over somebody, uh, somebody but my friend, uh, uh, it may not always be somebody that you are fretting over, but there's a lot of times that there's something. You, you will fret over something in your life. Uh, anybody ever just get to feeling like nobody has the problems you do? Can I get a witness? Uh, anybody ever get to feeling like uh, nobody else is facing the same reoccurring uh, tests and trials like you do? May I say if you're not careful, you'll allow the things of this life uh, uh, to change your tone. That is what a fret does. It As I slide the capo up the frets on the guitar, it changes uh, the tone. Can I say, if the right amount of pressure uh, is not placed on those frets, they will lose their sound. Uh, that guitar will lose its sound altogether. It will buzz and it will break. It, it will put forth negative energy and negative sound. And when we allow the pressures of this life uh, uh, to make us fret and the pressure's wrong, uh, can I say it will change your tone this morning. I am looking over a congregation uh, of people who I know are facing things uh, uh, that you have uh, uh, you 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 but you're betwixt this morning uh, uh, between two different outcomes and two different opinions. May I say, despite coming in the church week uh, after week and singing and shouting and saying Amen and shaking one another's hand, uh, uh, my friend, listen to me. I'm here to help you today. Uh, you've been dealt a hand uh, that you wish you could get rid of, but you're stuck. Uh, uh, you can't change the situation. Anybody got problems this morning that you're, you're sick and tired of dealing with? Uh, anybody got hurt that won't leave? Uh, anybody got things in your heart? Uh, uh, my friend that's taking you to a dark place uh, and you wish that God you could come out of it, but you just can't. I was talking to Brother Jeff 
fields after the meeting. Uh, and my God, it must be obvious. Uh, y'all probably don't know. You're used to it, I guess. But uh, Brother Jeff Fields came up to me and he said, Preacher, he said, I got to be honest. Uh, he said, God used you today. He said, you said some things that helped me. He said, the Lord has his touch on you like he always has, but something's different. He said, there's something different about you, brother. He said, I can see it. I can sense it, the heaviness. And I said, brother, and I broke down right here. I, I just broke. I said, I'm sorry. I don't mean for it to be so noticeable. I said, my God, I wanted to get cranked up today and exhort and God wouldn't let me. I said, I wanted to be just, uh, I just wanted to be way up there and God wouldn't let me. I said, man, I don't know how to explain it to you other than for months now. I ask God every day to lift this off of me. And listen to me, church. Uh, he's not done it yet. Uh, I ask God to let me quit feeling in this way. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm all right. Don't worry about me. I'm okay. I'm just heavy. I'm, I, I'm, my heart's aching. Uh, my heart's broken. Uh, my heart's heavy. Uh, for my family and for your family, I can't explain uh, uh, the way I feel. Uh, I trust God. Uh, I'm not mad at God. I'm rejoicing. I praise Him. Sing to Him. Uh, but there's something there, uh, my friend. And if I'm not careful, I'll allow that constant gnawing uh, and that eating to uh, put me in a place where I begin to fret uh, and I become irritable and I become angry and I become bitter and cold uh, and hard-hearted. Listen, some of y'all have dealt with things for a long time uh, and God's not lifted it off of you yet. But I've come to tell you this morning, uh, please do not fret. Uh, uh, do not fret yourself. Uh, hey, we've got a promise, glory to God, that joy does come in the morning. Uh, he's never failed us before. Uh, he won't start today. Uh, I'm telling you, just keep being faithful. Uh, don't give up and don't give in. Fret not thyself this morning. You've been praying about things. And nothing's changed yet. You, 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 you've been pleading over things that have not changed yet and if you're not careful you'll allow the things uh, that we all face in life to leave you fretting uh, and failing in your walk with God uh, may I say I don't want my song uh, you know what happens on this fretboard uh, Will kill a song. It cannot produce sound when it's fretted. Are you with me? Actually, God's honest truth. You've got to be in front or behind the fret to produce a sound. If you put your finger right on the fret and you put the pressure on the frets, it can no longer sing. My friend, I'm looking at Christians. You're being faithful. You're doing what you're supposed to do. My God, you, 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 you've been dealt a bad hand, it seems like, but you'll lose your song. You'll lose your note, my friend. I don't want my experiences in life to eat me alive. I want to be able to withstand and overcome the weariness without wearing away. To be fretful is to wear away, to corrode, to, dis to, to, to disappear and be disposed of over time. Look at me, friend. Our church is walking through some weary times right now. My God, Deke just had to bury his dad. 
honey. Uh, not long ago, Mary, uh, 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 Megan's buried her mother and her dad's in bad health and uh, probably going to have to bury him before all, too awful long. Uh, uh, Brother Ray and Sister Annette, uh, uh, you've made some of the hardest decisions of your life and your heart broke and uh, Miss Annette's having some physical issues and uh, she's fixing to have to bury her brother who's been faithful to God all these years and Sister Geneva's had surgeries and difficult recoveries and been out of work and ain't got no money and Brother Sass dealt with the same question and issues for I don't know how long uh, seeking the Lord about things uh, seemed like he'd take two steps forward uh, and then he'd take five steps back he's been in a he's been in a battle with a certain thing uh, Brother Dax is faced with attacks uh, and affliction concerning his faith uh, week in and week out uh, uh, he's got to struggle with wanting to just go back uh, uh, to a consistent paycheck uh, and chance being unavailable to God uh, Brother Will in the ministry poor old Brother Isaac uh, he's looking at a major back surgery been on leave from work uh, uh, from his original job uh, he's praying about uh, and seeking God's direction he's trying to wade through his personal life uh, and he's praying about his future with Mariah I mean the pressures are real uh, uh, my family's fault living hell uh, since I don't know how long ago uh, we fought spiritual warfare anything unlike anything we've ever encountered uh, living every day every week uh, with broken hearts and frustration and compassion and restoration all working against one another I'm telling you I'm begging God uh, uh, to continue to give grace even though we shouldn't uh, I'm asking God uh, uh, to do what only he can uh, uh, my friend we're facing tension and we're facing trials at home uh, our families are in despair our church has problems we're heavy and we're laden but glory be to God uh, we do not have to fret ourselves uh, we can trust in the Lord during our times of sorrow I'm looking around man there's problems in here Listen, God made me your pastor. I'm not here just to pump everybody up every week. I'm going to deal with our church. We got real problems in here. We Listen, we've been, seem like we've been dealt a bad hand at times. And if we're not careful, we'll allow those things to put us in a place where we fret ourselves. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm heavy. I'm heavy. I love the Lord. I, 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 there's nothing wrong between me and Him, but I'm asking Him to do things and He just ain't done them. Are you listening? You know what that does? That wears on a man. I told Brother Jeff, I said, Brother, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to, I, I said, you just know me, I guess, because I'm trying to hide. I am. Trying to hide these things, but I'm gonna tell you, man. It, it, it seems like every week that goes by, God, and I know what He's doing. He's molding me, and we're gonna get there. And He's He's making me. And these are teachable moments, and we've got to go through these times. But my friend, it don't mean that they're easy. It don't mean that we understand. And uh, my friend, if I could, uh, I, I could go on, on, and on, and on all day uh, about what God, uh, uh, what we're going through, and how we need to be faithful to God. But here's the message. It's very simple. God put in my heart. 
Fret not thyself. And may I say whether or not we feel like it. God does have everything under control. Whether or not we understand. God has it all under control. My friend. When the things of this life. Have become greater in our eyes. Than the giver of life. We're headed for a fall. But if we will put the cares of our life. In the hand of our precious creator. And the giver of life. We'll finish right. And we'll finish well. We ought to thank God today. That there's never been a day that he failed us. There's never been a time. Where he's forgot about us. My friend if you're saved. We do not have to fret. We're in the palms of his hands. I just want to thank the Lord for being a good shepherd. He's been a good shepherd ain't he? I want to thank you for being a good savior. I want to thank you for being a good shield for me. He's been a good supplier. The Lord hadn't been nothing but good to us. Fact is, those things that we think are sinking us, listen to this. Some of y'all may have been here for this when Brother Jonathan preached out of this. Those things that we think are sinking us really would have a long time ago had God not been in the ship. Over in Mark chapter number 4, Brother Will, the Bible says this, and there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow and they awake him and say unto him Master carest not that we perish he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still the wind cease there's a great calm he said unto them why are ye so fearful that's a good question ain't it why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith and they feared exceedingly and said to one another what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea over obey him. Now listen, my friend there's a miracle before the miracle listen, before God ever come the storm the Bible said that the ship was now full. You say preacher this storm's fixing to kill me I want you to look at it a different way this morning. You can look at it the storm looks bad but your ship has probably been full for a long time and there's a miracle. Before God come the storm, the ship should have sank but they said Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, my ship seems full. But glory be to God, it's not sank yet. You're not supposed to be able to sail with a full ship. Care us not that we perish, Lord, this storm fixing to kill us. He said, why are you so fearful? Y'all had to swim down here. Hello? Does that make any sense? A full ship and yet they hadn't sank? Anybody here ever feel like you're on the verge of going down? You look around and the water's over your head, but you still ain't went down. Yes, Tell me, fret not yourself. I want to give you a few things quick and I get out of the way this morning. Number one, first of all, fret not by self because you can find dependence in the Lord. Yes, sir. You can depend on Him, amen? Right. Look at verse number three. Psalm 37, look at verse three. Trust in the Lord. Everybody see that? Do good, so shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. I want to say number one, fret not thyself because you can depend on and in the Lord. Uh, uh, may I say, look at the verse, if you'll depend on Him, look where you'll find yourself dwelling. The Bible says, if you'll depend on Him, you'll dwell in a land that you'll be fed. Uh, can I say this morning, only God can feed us when life has failed us. Can I get a witness this morning? I mean, is life failing you, but yet God's feeding you? That's how this thing works. Uh, it's in the dark. 
dark times. It's in the it's in the stormy times. It's in the valley. Uh, when it seems like life has just failed us, that's when God will feed us the most. Now I say we're serving a God we can trust this morning. Your family may be failing you, my friend. Uh, uh, your friends may be frustrating you. Your enemies may be fighting against you, but the Savior is forming you. Isaiah said in Isaiah 64 verse 8, But now, O Lord, Thou art our Father. Uh, my friend, it said, We are the clay, and Thou art our potter, and we all are the work of Thy hands. Uh, Jeremiah said in 8, chapter 18 verse 3 and 4, uh, He said, Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, He wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter so he made it again another vessel as it seemed good to the potter listen we sing the old song but I don't think we understand he really don't throw the clay away and you come to him broken you know what a potter does with a broken vessel he don't throw it just throw it away he'll take that broken vessel and remake it how does he do that? He's got to heat that old clay. Right. And we're marred. The Bible said in his hands. A potter will take that old clay, brother, said before he even puts it on the wheel, and he'll work it. He'll, he'll melt that thing back down. He'll, he'll work that clay. And you know what he's got to do? He's got to squeeze it. And he's got to put pressure on it. And he's got to wring it. And he's got to flatten it out. And he's got to beat his fist into it. And he's got to work that thing to, just to be able to get it on the wheel. He's got to tenderize it. How do you tenderize it? You can make a good steak. How do you tenderize that thing? You've got to beat against it. You've got to put pressure on it. You've got to put it through a painful process. Is everybody following me? And we get, we look so many times. Uh, it hurts. I don't want to go that way. I don't want to do this, Lord. I don't want to say yes to this. I don't want to say no to this. I don't want to break that relationship. I don't want to restore that, that, that relationship. I don't want to repent of this. I don't want to start that. And it hurts. It's painful. But my friend, that's a shutdown. Well, you're hurting like crazy. But I'm telling you, there's going to be another part of you that you've never seen, that you don't even know is there. And God's, hallelujah, God's going to rework the clay. He's going to make again another vessel of the same, of the same, of the pot. He'll take that thing and turn it all around for his good. Amen. You can depend on him. Why shouldn't you fret? Because you depend on the Lord. You depend on him. Brother Chris, Chris, Brother Chris quoted it yesterday. He, uh, boy, wasn't that good? Sure was. He preached with broken heart and tears. Boy, I like that. He got talked about how God rewarded him. Just his prayers and others and so on and so forth. But isn't it amazing how God didn't throw him away? No, he didn't. He reworked it. He come back in here all messed up. Isn't it amazing that we're serving together? Yeah. You know, and he may go stupid today, but he can give me a man's trouble. No, oh, man, that was bad, brother William. You remember? Yeah. I was going to kill him. He's going to kill me, friend. Yeah. He can give me an extra. Thank you, Lord. He loves me yeah. and respects yeah. me more than he ever has. I promise you he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know what God done? 
He put us back on the wheel. Glory to God. I told him, I said, really, that bad situation turned out to not be a bad situation. Because both of us came out and paid. I learned some valuable lessons during those years. I watched my heart hurt and God show me things and errors that I made. And I'm going to try my best not to make them again. What'd you do? I was hurt and I was dying inside. But God was working me. God was putting me on the wheel. Yes, it was hard. Yes, the pressure was there. Yes, so he got turned up. But he used this same old clay pot and made a better vessel out of me. Yes, amen. Yes, sir. Because we can depend on him. I don't like this. I, I, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't like what I'm being done. I, I don't blame you. But know this. You can depend on him. If it's hurting you, it's just because he's working you. And that is painful. But it's for his glory. Number two, I'm just got a few little thoughts here. I ain't got nothing deep today. Actually, let me let me let me give you this. We we quote this. All things work good for good to them who love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. I like this. First Peter five uh, first Peter one seven says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, uh, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory. You know why we're praising God over that? Because it's been tried and it's been proven. Listen, that faith is like camera, that old that old uh, Polaroid camera film. It will only develop in the dark. You know, faith is not created and built and established when everything's good. You don't have to have faith if you don't have no problems. Hello? <laughs> Brother Will was talking about faith, his faith and those who those who didn't have faith and told him to do this, that, and the other. Listen, faith is going to require the unknown. Hello? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. If I'm hoping for something, that means it ain't come to pass. The fact, listen, the facts, if you look at this church from the inside out, from the membership to, 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 to the buildings we got, to the finances, you look at any of it, and all you're going to see is faith. Yeah. It don't have. Right. I'm just being honest, it don't. It things do not. What we do, what y'all do for this church, and what y'all do for me, and what we do together for God, on, on paper, it does not add up. Man. Here we are. How does that work? Because faith is such a thing. Hopefully the evidence of things not seen. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Dick was telling me, <laughs> I won't name names or anything or get it too personal, but Dick was telling me, he said, you know, they may be a real big fight financially. And he was told by the person, look, man, you're, you're wasting your money or something. Well, if you know Dick, uh, he's very thorough about things. So he took that to heart. And so he, he 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 got all his bills together and all his expenses together and every dime that he and and and, and Miss Raven had made and every dime they sent and where it went and brought it out and said, Look, right here. I want you to look. You said I'm wasting my money, tell me I'm wasting my money. Here it is. It's on paper. Got looking out through there. Okay, then I see that, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Up oh, right there. He said, Right there's your problem. He said, Look at that. I forget what the total was. Let's just say $750. Right there's a problem. $750 a month to the church. My God, ain't no wonder you ain't got no money. I mean, that's too much. You can't do that. That's what he said. I, and this man, I'm not going to kiss him. I love you dearly. 
But this thing, he, he's, he's all out there financial need they're talking about. And here's what he said. I mean, I see. He said, I get two. I get $100 a month. Isn't it amazing that the problem wasn't anything but Nick said, no, you're wrong. He said, before I pay any of this other stuff, I got to pay that. He said, you're good. That's, that's foolish. You ought not give like that. That's certainly getting too much of your money. Outside. He said, you, you, you ought not do that. He said, look at here. He said, if I don't do that, I'd be worse than I am now. That's the world's philosophy. Sure is. Nobody's walking, living by faith no more. You want to know why people fail to live by faith? We go back to our point. Because they really don't live a life that depends on God. I just don't know. I mean, it just don't add up. Okay, you don't depend on God. I don't care what you say. That's right. Well, I would. I've got preachers, and I sure don't want. And, and thank the Lord, I think everything's good. I sure don't want them upset mad at me. But I'm holding them accountable. Yeah, I have to. Right. Hello? Yeah. I'm not Brother Will. I'm just not grieving the Holy Ghost. If these boys, I don't look at y'all. I don't want to know. But I'm checking these boys here. Yeah. I'm going to print out. You say, I, that's their personal business. Not when that's my pulpit. And I'm going to give them account for who I let in the thing. Amen. Right. Come on, somebody. Right. I mean, it's my job. Right. Hey, how am I supposed to put my approval and say, yeah, I let me do it to come preach for you, preacher. If I don't even know whether or not they're faithful to do the better. By the right. way, Pastor's the first baby step. Right. 
Some reason. We all got nice vehicles. You should have one too. That's exactly right. Hey, man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, Thank you, Lord. That's how I do it. Hey. I'm a firm believer and user of King Edward Grace Spirit. Somebody holler at me. I believe in grace. They, they come to me wanting to know why I'm all the time using grace spirit. And I say, I'm an advocate of grace, friends. God. I love grace. I'm going to utilize the grace spirit. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. You want to know why I have the things I have in this life? I've lived by faith. Amen. You say, Well, we know. We pay for everything. You do. You do. You do. You do. That's right. But you know how you're doing it? It's money. You wouldn't be here if I wasn't doing what God's called me to do. That's right. Amen. I've had a measure of faith. I, I, I have to have faith to show up. And when the storm's coming, when you all go stupid and sideways, I've got to have enough faith to love on you and shepherd you back into the fold and not throw you out to the wolves. This is not just where we give and he gives. No, I've, I've had to pay a price too. And we're doing all this together. It's all the work of faith. Amen. Hey man. What if all hey that man. decide that you just want to quit church? <laughs> hey. You don't think I live in my faith. I'm looking at a woman and, and three, four babies, and if y'all just go psycho tomorrow, I'm out. Right. That's right. Hey man. <laughs> you know how much faith I place in you? That's exactly right. Think about that. Think about that. Yep. <laughs> yes, I put faith in God, but I've got faith in you. And she's going to do the right thing. By the way, I didn't put myself in this position. I worked the job for over six years in pastor. The man came and said, Preacher, by faith, we want you to do this full time. Amen. That's exactly right. And God's blessing, too. Amen. Amen. God's opened more doors for me and my ministry outside of this church to go. Glory to God to go all over the country and open the King James Bible and open thyself, you can depend on Him. Secondly, uh, fret not thyself because you can find delight in the Lord. Look at verse 4. 
The Bible said, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Boy, I can tell you that's the truth. I felt my delight in Him, and He's given me the desires of my heart. Amen. Amen. That's the definition of delight. It means to hold a high degree of pleasure, satisfaction of mind, of joy to receive great pleasure in. May I say, we may not be able to find great pleasure in our circumstances, but it's in our circumstances that we can find great pleasure in Christ. You may not have great pleasure in your circumstance, but you can have great pleasure in Christ while you're walking through your circumstance. I don't know about you, but it seems like the the times where God has been the sweetest in my life was when the sky was at the darkest point. David said this in Psalms 104.34, My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. He says this, uh, Solomon says this in Song of Solomon uh, 2 verse 3, As the apple tree among the trees of wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. You know what Solomon says? I'm abiding in the shadows. What's a shadow? It's a dark place. You know what said what kind of fruit he said he got of the from the Lord in the dark place? Sweet fruit. Yes. I've come to tell you, sweet things come from dark places. Amen. Amen. They really do. If you delight in the Lord. Amen. If you allow your circumstance to consume you, you're going to get bitter. How did those bitter waters in Marta become sweet? Does anybody remember? Moses called on the Lord in prayer and God showed him a tree. And when the tree was hewn down, the Bible said that when that tree made contact with those bitter waters, those bitter waters were made sweet. Sister Annette, this is what you're going through. All the situations can make you two things, bitter or better. And you'll get bitter if he's not your delight. Yes, sir. Right, Richard. Exactly right. right. Just imagine if you, if you, if you got to bury your, your daddy, you're, you're, you're gone, you're out of parents. They're gone. Now you can get better about that. Right. Or you can look to Jesus. Right. And realize they're only gone but just for a few more days. Right. Amen. Amen. Know where they went. And you can delight yourself in Him. hurrying through this. By the way, I've only been preaching 30 minutes. Thirdly, fret not thyself because you can find direction in the Lord. Look at verse 5. The Bible says this. The Bible says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. Listen, if you want God to carry you through times of difficulty and despair, you must commit yourself to God in those times of difficulty and despair and trust Him not only to bring you up to these times, but to bring you through these times. If you'll follow God's direction in your life, if you'll commit yourself to walking in His way, not only will God have some things waiting ahead of you, but I want you to understand something. There'll be some things waiting and following behind you. Would you turn with me quickly? Just hold your place there to Psalm 23. I want you to think about this. 
Psalm 23. At this church, this is our favorite song. That's how we got our church name. Right here. Psalm of David. He says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Any of y'all ever been come in broken and down and got restored by the still waters? Somebody say amen. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. So He's leading in verse 4 in the paths of righteousness. Or verse 3. Verse 4. He said, Yea, though I walk through the... This is the product when God leads your life. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rise and staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me, the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here's a sermon within a sermon. The old timers would call this a golden nugget. Look at verse 3. Verse 2, He leadeth me beside the still waters. Verse 3, He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path. So what is the product when God truly is leading your life? I want you to look. You can know this. You can know this. Not only is God with you, but I want you to see. When you walk, when you walk, God is there. He goes with you. Verse 4, that is present. This is speaking about the now. Yea, though I walk. Through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. When you walk, listen now, when, if, God's, if God's leading your life, when you walk, God is there, for He goes with you. When you're walking through the valley, God is there. What happens in verse 4? David is comforted. Now notice the second part. Not only when you walk is God there, but where you walk, where you will walk, God is there, for He has gone before you. Where you walk, God is there because God is with you. Where you will walk, God is there because God has gone before you. Where you walk in those places you haven't been yet, God has already been there. Look at verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. In verse 4, David's comforted because God is with him. In verse 5, David is anointed because God is before him. He sees the end from the beginning. Somebody say amen. And then not only when you walk is God there and where you will walk in the future is God there, but what about where you have already walked? God is also there. Just hang with me now. How's that, preacher? Because not only does God go before you and God go with you, but God follows after you. Y'all seeing this? Look at verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall what? Follow me. So I'm with God. He's with me here. And He's with me down there because God's already there. He goes before me. He walks with me and He follows behind me. I'm covered from all distances. I'm covered from all ends. Everybody okay? He's comforted in verse 4. He's anointed in verse 5. But David is confirmed in verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. In other words, everywhere he goes, God's laying behind him. Yeah. He'll come and go when David passes by, people still affected by his presence. When he travels through, you know what he leaves? A trail behind us? Goodness and mercy. Yes. Where that comes from? Because God's with you. Yes. God's before him. Because behind him. And that only comes from verse 3. He leadeth me in the passing of righteousness
when you take your own path. Listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. Uh, to my friend, you don't have to fret. God is with you, before you, and behind you. Fourthly, and I'm done. Fret not thyself because you can find defense in the Lord. You can find direction in the Lord. You can find defense in the Lord. Notice verse number 7. The Bible said rest. Everybody see that? You notice how this has outlined itself, Psalm 37? Go back over there so you can see it. Notice it outlines itself. There's four of them. Fret not thyself, verse 1. And then it says in verse 3, trust in the Lord. Verse 4, delight thyself also in the Lord. Verse 5, commit thy way unto the Lord. And then verse 7, rest in the Lord. That's your outline. All I did was alliterate it. All I did was make it line up with, 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 the, with the letter D. He is our defense. You know why we can rest? I'm going to prove it to you. How can we rest in, in times of trouble? He's our defense. Yes. May I say whatever you may be facing or fighting, you don't have to fret or fight against it because the Lord is your defense. David said it like this, Psalms 59, 9. Because of his strength will I wait upon thee, for God is my defense. What better verse do you need? Psalms 59, 9. Because of his strength. How are you going to make it? His strength. Amen. Because his strength. Uh, my friend, uh, uh, will I wait upon thee for God is my defense. Psalms 59, 16. I'll sing of thy power. I'll sing aloud thy mercy in the morning. For thou hast been my defense and refuge in, my, in the day of trouble. Psalms 59, 17. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing. For God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Psalms 62, 6. He, is, uh, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Psalms 94, 22. The Lord is my defense and my God is the rock of my... How do you find rest? You've got to be on the rock. And when you're on the rock, not only do you find rest, but you've been gathered together and placed in a refuge. Where does that come from? How do you find rest in God? You've got to let Him be your defense. Amen. He's got to be your strength if you're ever going to get any rest. Come on, somebody. You're afraid where you're self-cry yourself sleep from now to the day you die if you don't find rest in Him. Yes, sir. How do I find rest in Him? My situation is the same. Yeah, but He can handle what you have. Amen. He's your defense. Amen. He'll listen. You're never going to have rest if you've got to get it all to Him and abide in the refuge and stand upon the rock and let Him fight the battle. Amen. You'll never have any rest. Fret not myself because your defense is... Oh. Yes. Yeah, sir. Anybody got some things you need to bring here today? And for real? Leave them. I'm talking about just mentioning them like you have. Right now. Talk about really get up there and say, all right, Lord, I'm, I'm fixing to hide in the shadow of the rock. I'm fixing to crawl in the hole and let the, let the shadow of thy wings cover me. God, I want to be, I want you to defend me and fight for me. Lord, I want you to, I want you to guide me. I want you to direct me. God, I want you, I want you to be everything. I'm giving it all to you. That's the only way you'll live without prayer. Because if God is your defense. Let's all stand up, Christian. Father, love you. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank the opportunity to preach. I pray that it's been a blessing. And I help to somebody in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.